last time on Waffle Stupid. You see that this the streak of light has gone up toward the moon and has encompassed uh, Unith. The more full moon has a tiny sliver missing from it, has turned it into a dark red, which has kind of made the, the sky around it also a dark red. The earth has stopped shaking. The, the, the tower has stopped shaking. Riz says to you, says, that can't be good. And so you make your way back to the KNG. Well, do you want to go in, do you want to go in with Breeze and say that me and Miss P died? That can be a distraction up top. You will hand him the, the little device to like pretend to be a person. What if you manage to become the director and be able to get into some places? Give me that. I got this. I'm going to fuck the director in more ways than one. On your way, for whatever reason, Director Housen himself is like making round. Breeze and, and William, it's so good to see you. How are you here? You were reported dead. I'm not dead, right? We're going to need to brief you guys immediately. And so William takes two, three, four steps away from the director, kind of like past him. William pulls from his pocket an arrowhead and he twists oh. it. And all, all sounds... Even Breeze is doing... So Breeze gets what you're doing. He's tapping on a table. And then you do that, and he's still he's still tapping motion on the table, but no sound. I turn and attack the director. Full on. Oh, my. Breeze and William sat for a period of time debriefing Director Housen and Agent Sly on their disappearances and the di- disappearances of the team. Presumably, the other two, Fume and Beatrice, being dead. It's only after a few moments that Misery was able to prompt Agent Sly out of this briefing room, leaving the three, Director Housen, William, and Breeze, to themselves. Last episode, we ended where... William steps around behind Director Housen. Then I turn and attack. I need to know. Why was it sexy? <laughs> Why was it sexy when you attacked? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Like, what? What does this move look like? I mean, is it like a physical? What, or what you, am I doing? Yeah. Oh, I 100%. I'm going to attack with my chain, and then I'm going to use Molten Gauntlet twice. Oh so it'll gosh. be a chain oh. attack, and then basically I'm coming with two fucking fire fists on this person. Uh, so let's do your first attack. So you're saying chain first, right? You're doing the chain attack? Chain first, because I have to open with a chain in order to use the invocations. Um, do do that um, and do it with advantage. That one first. Okay. Uh, I assume a 26 hits. Yes. It doesn't. You're wrong. He's, he's the strongest <laughs> guy ever. Okay. I'm the director, bitch. Um, so mm. with that with that attack, it it's gonna swipe him across the back, and I think it pushes him over on top of the table um, that is there because he's been put, shuffling papers together and knocks him over onto the table uh, and tears kind of these fiery this fiery stripe through the back of his uniform. Um, roll your second attack for me, please, and third. Sure, you have two more, right? Oh yeah, I'll just roll them all. Yeah. Um, all right. So 16 and a 23. Um, so as a reaction, Breeze is going to jump in front of this next attack that you give. Um, the first one misses. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say that's because the, the force of you pushing him forward, you didn't anticipate him being moved so easily, and it misses. The second one does connect um, with Breeze uh, in his chest as he kind of jumps across full body. And uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. Am I, am I rolling damage for the first one on the director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you roll that one and then the third hit for Breeze. Okay. Uh, so that's... Proficiency modifier. Uh, eight. No, I don't add proficiency. 15 damage to the director. And then okay. Brace is going to get fucked up. What was he doing? Uh, he stepped in front of the strong attack. I lied. Uh, three damage. And he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. 
Uh, he does not pass. Uh, his strength is reduced by two. Okay. Um, to the end of the day. Is that, is that your turn? Yeah. Your, um, we're not going to do necessarily like a, a I guess we are. We're going to see what happens here. We'll see if it turns into like a full-blown combat. But Breeze um, stands up and he says, What are you doing? This isn't part of the plan. He's he's not he's not the bad guy. And Director Housen is going to just take a moment like in complete shock. And he too's like, William, what is the meaning of this? And he's going to just kind of take a defensive stance, but not one that makes you think he's going to attack back. And it's back to you. Sure. Uh, in, in response to Breeze, because I assume I get to respond to both of them, or do I just get one? Yeah, response? you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in order, uh, in response to Breeze, um, he's leading the corrupt organization. We knew this had to happen. Uh, in response to um, Director Townsend, you you knew this would happen. It's the fortune telling wall. I'll give. <laughs> I'll give you um, just the free speech. If you want to do anything else, you can. Mm-hmm. I, uh, hmm. I had to not anticipate Breeze stepping in front of me. I will start with free speech and do my call and response and say... Uh, Breeze, I need you to stand out of the way. I need to write this so I can take his place and do what we came to do. Um, for his, he'll say, what do you mean came to do? We, we came to, to stop the doctor, find the doctor. This, this man has done nothing. We trained together. He's like, to me, what I am to few. And uh, Dr. Housen still still, um, still kind of taken aback and I take it all in and seeing you guys do this begins to move toward the door. Um, uh, no, he super doesn't. I'm attacking him. Like, mm, he 100% uh, attacking him. Okay. Uh, and in fact, I'm... Hmm. Where is Breeze in relation to this? So imagine uh, you're probably in a, I'd say, 15 by 15 room, table in the middle, very sure. like interrogation style thing. Uh, he's on the same side of a table that's about 10 feet long uh, as you. Director's on the other side of the table heading toward a door. Okay. Um, I'm going to run. It's a small room. I'm going to block the door to start. Yes. Yeah, so you slide in front of it and your whole body is, is between now Director Housen and the door. <laughs> and then I, I'm going to... See what's going to happen here, I guess. Uh, I'm going to go another three rounds, but I got to split up my moves. Uh, start with an attack. And it's, you know what? I'm going to do this one by one because I want to see Breeze's uh, re- response. So I'm going to start with a chain attack for 27. That's to definitely going to hit, yep. And that's going to hit for. 12. Yeah, I think that one hits him across the face and leaves uh, an imprint on his cheek to Director Housen. How, how does he look? Does he look like he's a, he's not even phased by this? He or looks like, he like he's adrenaline, so like he's not being slowed down right now. Uh, okay, so adrenaline, so high, he's just trying to get out of the situation. All right, so I've already doled out 27 damage to this guy, and he's fine, mm-hmm. so he's not mm-hmm. a small target. Um... Okie dokie. Well, I guess I'll start with uh, Blazing and Snare. So he needs to make a strength saving throw. Um, yeah, he can't do anything there. Uh, that is a 15. <clears throat> mm, what is my save now? Ooh. Uh, 8 plus mod plus proficiency. What did you say you got? 15. Oh, he fails. I have a six. No, is that right? 16? Five plus three plus eight. Yeah, 16. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so what happens now? Uh, so he is grappled, takes 1d4 fire damage. 
So that's going to be one fire damage. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> um, and then for my third thing, I'm just to hit him with molten gauntlets, I guess. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on. Nope. Two turns in a row. That's going to be too expensive. I lied. I'm going to hit him with fire bloom. And just, which is a short range fire attack. Uh, 16. Uh, no. You said 16 to hit? Okay. Correct. Does not. Alrighty then. And that was your last one? That's what I got. Because you have to hit. Okay. Um, Dang, I don't know about this. Okay. So I think what happens is you said he's grappled, correct? He's grappled. I've got him wrapped up with a chain. So what Breeze is going to do, he's going to like put his hand to the air and kind of open open his fist up and kind of like a light just like pops. Um, And he says, ask him anything you want. And so what he's going to try to do is cast Zone of Truth. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a wisdom saving throw, right? uh, Charisma saving through in the first turn. Yeah, charisma saving throw, it looks like. Oh, but it says, charisma um, saving throw. Yeah, but that's only when you... Speak? On a turn or start his turn there, must make a charisma saving throw. So oh, okay. this is going to be for the director. And he fails. Um, and so then the director is going to say, um, what do you want from me? And he's going to try to get just break that grapple, not fight back, but sure. try to get out of, get out of the grapple. It is a he's, grapple contest. Yeah, he's going to fail. That's a 10. Strong, <clears throat> yeah. So, well, 10. I don't know if you're going to... I think you'll have no trouble. Yeah. 15. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a... I don't have... No, athletics? Yeah. 28. No, not 28. 23. So, he's, he's the mine. Okay. And yet, now it's you. Uh, what do I want from him? Um... The KNG's corrupted. I know that. I, I'm not. What are you going to tell me that makes me believe differently? What do you mean they are corrupted? We only exist to change the world for good. Sure, the dragon's curse, all these dragon scales, Dr. Ryan, the double agents, none of that seems like an issue to you, huh? All the people you're keeping in the basement? Dr. Ryan's been missing. Those people, listen, they're a danger to themselves as much as the world. And that's because, yes, the dragon's curse. That's what we're trying to do is reverse it. Yeah, but who put you in charge of murdering everybody? And um, he stops for a second. And, and almost like you didn't even, you didn't ask the question. He just, what did you say? Who put you in charge of murdering everybody? And, and now you phrase it a little bit like, I, I'm not, we're not murdering anyone. That's why the bodies are there if we can help it. We hope that when we can change things back, that they can go back home. Pretty sure you gave us a license to kill as we see fit. To defend yourselves as you see fit. And then we're snatching up all these artifacts and these dragon scales in the KNG's name, but we don't get memories. What do you mean? You you have your memories. I disagree. I... I was asleep for how long? Didn't find out, out out that until I went to an outside consultant. What are you talking about? You're recruited just like everyone else. Sure. But I was recruited 600 plus years ago. Uh, you feel even against like this grapple, kind of like just like a dead weight, and he's... His, his head just... He, he like holds it. I don't know what you're talking about. Interesting. You're a really bad director if you don't understand that something is amiss here. So you're either incompetent or corrupt. 
something's been amiss for a very long time. Hence the KNG and its goals, its missions. To set How long have you right been again. presiding over the KNG? <sighs> About 30 years now. Awesome. Did you get a book that said, here's all the shit we did? I mean, we have the archives that talks about previous agents and missions they've gone on and all the things in the base. Sure. Everything that I know, that's... We've been yeah. operating as such I'm not a long from time. this time. I'm from 600 years ago. When the event actually happened. What are you saying? What are you saying? What do you mean? You know when the Dragon Scale events happened. We have, we have books about them. But no one... We don't know exactly what happened. I do. I was there. And then I woke up here. And he almost is... Uh, he, he kind of like... First you bust in here. We thought you are dead. And now, now you're claiming to have been alive during the event. The blossoming. I'm under the zone of truth. What about it? I don't know the answers to this this doesn't and again he grabs his head this doesn't make any sense and he looks over to Breeze and Breeze says um, I don't know partner this one's on you I'm not the director All right. you, you've, you've got the questions hmm. let me ask this question then how many scales are still in Dr. Ryan's laboratory he should have the three that you, before you all left, we had. Perfect. Uh, and they and they were searching for the black scale uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. But Ryan's been missing. Perfect. Devin, what would it take for me to club this guy and knock him unconscious? Um, I think not a whole lot. Because you've already got him, do. You've got him grappled. Um, mm-hmm. I think if you're able to do enough damage, let's say if you can do, uh, if you're able to get up to 20 damage in one, I think 40 damage, uh, Zebra I mean, says. Um, I think if you, let's call it a call shot, you want to knock him out, roll with a disadvantage, and if you are able to do it, um, we'll say it's you got to get a, you got to get a 14. You got to get at least a 14. Uh, damage? Call it a, yeah, call, no, call it an attack roll. Oh, an attack roll? Oh, okay. I'll say like... I don't tell you, that's a stretch. Uh, let's see, alright. Let's see. Uh, the lowest roll is going to be an 11. It's not going to do it. So I attempt to knock him out. Yeah, I think you just, you wallop him against the head. Um, but he, ah! Go to sleep! <laughs> and he's like, at, he, at that point, again, he's going to try to just break apart from you. Sure. It's terrible. It's a, it's an eight. He doesn't do it. I, I'd I have to roll real low. Yeah. I'd have to roll real low. No, 17. I want to wall up him again. Uh, this time, I think you just... You can roll, uh, roll a flat. 14 or greater. Uh, that should be fine at this point. Let's just roll a... Fuck! Another 11. <laughs> again. Oh! Just hit him in the head. He is... He's a little groggy after this one. Go to sleep. So, Breeze, we're getting you can help here. me. It's not about quality, it's about quantity, is what yeah. I'm getting at here. Um, okay, so let's do this. It's either this or I kill him, Breeze. Okay, so uh, Breeze is going to close his eyes for a second, kind of bow his head, and you see his mouth moving. And he is going to cast uh, Banishment on uh, Director Halson. And so suddenly... Okay. I wait one minute. No, no. So in this, one, <laughs> in this minute, he says, Partner, I, I get what you're doing, but I think maybe we've got some... I think he's not our guy. I've known Director Halson for a long time. Yeah, no, I get, I, I get that. Your zone of truth told me he's not as fucked up as I thought he was going to. But I don't need him talking. So he sleeps or dies when I put on the collar. Uh, Your choice. Because I'm, you know what? At this point, I'm not against killing him. I, I do. 
if you could do me the favor. Look, I know if there's going to be casualties, and there's going to be some we don't intend, but I just don't. If we could not do that to him, I prefer to knock him out. I'll help you do that. I'll help you knock him Please out. Please, I really you. If you help me knock him out, then we're good. I'm, I'm his friend. Let me do it. If you do something weird, Breeze, that I don't like, I'm going to blow up. I'm going to do it sexy. Is that weird? The way I knock that's going to be tantalizing. No, that's... You will wonder how a man can knock someone out. Okay. So, um, I'm just trying to read this. So, he needs to to come right back into the same place. As long as he's from this plane, he reappears. Yeah. I know this spell really well. Don't I, Kristoff? So, he... um, uh, Breeze prepares just is just waiting to do the strike as soon as uh, Director yeah. Housen returns and just chops him in the neck and he All goes right. out so he goes night night perfect yeah. wonderful lots of HP for that um, how far am I from the uh, rooms uh, so you would know the rooms are down a few floors from where you're at but you're gonna have to take several Ooh. hallways go through main areas yeah not, not as great as I thought so while you um, and Breeze cool. are talking Let's jump over to the other two yeah. who are currently descending the elevator. One thing we love at Lawful Stupid, among the other things we love at Lawful Stupid, is spreading the word about your business. Or maybe you want to tell your sweet, sweet grandma that you love her for the world to hear. We want to give you that chance. If you're a business and want to get your services on the air, or just want to tell a loved one a personal message, head on over to lawfulstupid.org or slash message in a bottle. There you can take around 250 words to say what you want. Business ads are $20. Personal ads are 10 Tell the world what you have to hear with Lawful Stupid's message in a bottle. is rocking back forth on her toes you know when you awkwardly hold your uh, hands in front of you just kind of like well this is me living my life waiting for this really long elevator ding <laughs> it stops on a floor and um it's not a floor this, this not. gnome gets on in, in like this black uh cloak and then just turns in front of you the door shut and It's the KG. Oh, we're at the KG, right? Okay. So I'm just gonna stand there <clears throat> awkwardly. <laughs> oh, I'll push the button, and they push a button. We haven't pressed our button no, for yeah, a while. Why was the elevator moving before that? You did, but then why was the elevator moving? I don't know. Magic. We should have been going down. I think you've lost. A f- like a core concept of how elevators work, sir. They're supposed to go up. They pick its elevator. Elevates you. Why are they going down at all? I don't understand it. <laughs> this is a descender. It should yeah, be descender. a de- de- de-escalator. De- de- <laughs> um, and then it, it goes down a couple floors, and that gnome gets off, and the door shut again. And you're going. And you're continuing down. <laughs> it's a catchy tune. Yeah. Just humming along at this point. <laughs> it's growing on me, I'll be honest. <laughs> Little foot tap. Obviously, that's the thing going on. <laughs> kind of makes me want to like work out a little bit, like start, start, start doing push ups on his knuckles. <laughs> well, what if someone else comes in? Won't they like <laughs> look at you funny? <laughs> Yeah, but like, okay, that's fair. All right, I mean, you do that, and I'll I'll stand backwards at the door. People don't like that. It's Miss B standing backwards. You just turn yeah. around and leave. She's covered in blood always. 
<laughs> and you reach the floor. And the- no, it's no, it's 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 fume up on the ceiling, arms and legs spread out wide, so that he's like clung to the ceiling, and this bee just standing backwards. <laughs> Make the art happen now. Um, and and there are a few people, and they look at this, and they just keep walking. They just keep going on by, and you hear him say like, <laughs> "They go for the other elevator." Must be the new people. Must be the new people. Man, they've uh, really lowered the recruiting percentages. <laughs> yeah, so you're out onto um, kind of this main hallway you're used to. So I don't know where you want to go. Like, wh- what is your what's your goal here? We gotta make it to that lab, right? We gotta make it to the yeah. lab, grab all the scales, and leave. So uh, you take a series of hallways. Uh, what I'm gonna go ahead and do, Devin, is use my new level 11 class feature um, which will let me just become invisible just get to be in uh, area of dim light or darkness you can just become invisible so as I'm shadow stepping 60 foot feet shadow to shadow I'm, st- I'm doing that invisibly so there, there are just enough spaces I guess kind of like where the light's set up there's like maybe small slivers of like shadow that are in the hallways um, we'd already talked about how I was kind of like yes. shadow slinking around but now I'm doing that invisibly uh, okay and you're, you're dodging uh, and- me, I imagine, because there's people that are, that are, you know, milling about. It's not just empty hallways. So you're having to, like, not, from not time to time, <laughs> I may make you make a roll, a dexterity roll, just to see. How, how's it going over there? Acrobatic check. How are we flipping around? Uh, a stealth check? No, acrobatics. I imagine you're, like, I mean, you guess you could well, do stealth, but I, like, I imagine you're flipping over just because you flip over everybody. But as a monk, you- I can just walk on... Your Spider-Man walls and stuff. I can't. I look like that's in my mm-hmm. class. Is that I can just I don't have to make a roll. I can just walk on. I can walk on both walls and water at this point. What's even the point anymore? What's <laughs> no, I don't, no, what can he walk mobility. on? What will he walk on next? Mo- mobility is <laughs> kind of where I excel. I can go very far. No matter what's, I can go very far, very quick. No matter what's in between me and where I want to go. That's my ability. We found out this. Here's where the secret is: when Kristoff would whisper a name, Fume would then run it to that person and tell them, and that's how the season would, would run to Kristoff. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, 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 and she was in some deep doo-doo, and she whispered your name. I happened to be passing by, <laughs> so I had to run all the way here to no. Gora. It took me a whole week. It's going to take it's gonna take you probably three weeks to get there, because you're not passing. <laughs> Full circle, everybody. Full circle. I guess hop on my back, and I'll carry you to them. They need you. Yeah, and so uh, you make your way to the library, but here's the problem. You guys don't have a key card high enough level to get in. Unless you the library, or the laboratory, the, the laboratory. laboratory. I mean, I I kept Doctor Ryan's hand and one of his eyes, so I can do thumbprint or op, orbital scan. But you're saying this is a key card, key card situation? Then I have this hand in this eye and for nothing. <laughs> for nothing right now, yeah. <laughs> cool. Mm. I guess I'm just going to wander the hallways and find the upper ranks to see which cards start- I can steal. Punching <laughs> everyone. Um, so, if you remember, there is like a bar area that is exists within this, like a kind of a social hangout area here. Oh yeah, good, groovy sixty-two or one seventy-six. Sixty-two. Sixty-two is my father, and um, his many fathers. <laughs> and they were. They, they were it was built by other robots, which is weird. You wouldn't like yeah, doctors. Mm-hmm. Don't robot talk about science it. was my father. <laughs> uh, so is that where you'd like to? You just want to try maybe hallways? It could be a little more difficult if we try just as people I mean, by. I, but what I'm going to do? I'm going to find somebody that looks like they have a high enough rank displayed, and then I'm going to. Speed, you're better at sleight of hand, but I can just be invisible, which means I'll definitely have advantage. So why don't we just split up? And... You get one, I get one. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're doubling our odds of fucking this whole thing up. 
Uh, so if you're cool with that, I'm cool with that. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Um, Sounds good. So you're walking into this place unseen, correct? I am shadow stepping in Invisible S. Okay, so you um, you step into this this um, social the bar area, and there are a lot of the tables are filled tonight. It seems to be pretty busy. There is there's a couple people on stage singing, and like a uh, local band or you know in the K and G people have the skills to play, and so they are playing live music. Uh, Groovy one seventy six at the bar seems to have some upgrades, um, different like sheen of of like spray on him looks instead of like his silver he's he like, can now just spend s- like a gold seltzer color. water from his finger yeah from downtown <laughs> <laughs> um i think you slink around the corner and there are some level five and tens um and there's they're talking about like things going on down south how a lot of the um more experienced agents have been put on mission and have been there for some time now, um, but they haven't reported back. They haven't gotten any any updates. Usually, when they can, you know, follow up in the archives later to see kind of what the agents reported on, no one's come back in a long time. That's probably 30, 40 agents who are experienced, um, and that they're on standby to kind of go and, and assist as well. Um, and that Dr. Ryan has been missing for like a month or two, and so that's weird as well. And they're, they're thinking that like KG is going to fall apart. Like, well, who's going to take over? What's going on? Kind of that conversation's happening. Um, they all have kind of like their work gear on still. They haven't like dressed down yet, and so it's presumable that they still carry their key cards because they need to get back to their rooms and stuff too. Going for a little grabby grab, Devin. Yeah, um, I, I think just kind of the first person you come to is, is an average uh, male character. Uh, he is human male. And so everyone strays closer to the shadows. They've got, all got a couple glasses apiece, at least, so they're kind of just in their cups, really. And you're able to... I'm just going to give it to you. Secure, secure that individual's card. Well, so actually, let's just, let's just... With a disadvantage. Yeah, he does not notice that it is gone. And so you have a card. Um, Beatrice, are you still... Because I'm assuming you're unaware of this. This is happening at the same time. And also musical. You, you see, you see a card float out of a guard's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would have picked a different target. That's more fun. Um, I want to go for one of those level ten babies because I think I stole a level five earlier, and that wasn't enough to go. So I'm on a ten. Yeah, I think that um, at the bar itself, uh, down at the very end, kind of where it curves, there are a couple seats there. Um, and there are two ladies who are sitting down at the end, and you know one of them to be Crimson. Uh, she was like the art instructor who is also, uh, she's pretty high level, um, from the university. Uh, and there's some other, uh, there's like a tiefling uh, that is there with her as well. And they're just talking about the day and students and how, you know, students can be and they're late and they just don't understand what's going on in the world, that kind of thing, just complaining about work. Cool beans. Well, she still has her hood up. Um, and I guess just check the general pockets for a card. She's not really... It's more of a walk past kind of thing. Okay. Um, um, if you want to go ahead and do a uh, sleight of hand. Yeah, no problem. How does a 32 sound? Sounds like you just got your wrist caught in her pockets, and she pulls you up. <laughs> throws you against. I'm level shit. <laughs> She's. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very good. You're able to you slip that, slip the card out of there. Um, and I think having secured that, what do you do? You both like meet back at the front door, like no. Actually, seeing Miss B successful in her mission. Fume is gonna because they have like that conversation when they're coming in. Like, I can sneak on ahead, I'm very sneaky. But he's like, No, I'm sneaky too. I think Fume just wants to show that he's a little bit sneakier, and I would like to go for another key card, please. Oh my, <laughs> where, where are you going? What are you gonna do? I, I, I would like to find another agent of appropriate level. Uh, okay, there is, there aren't any, I understand. On the opposite side of the stage, there are a group of fives there, which is you would need a five or a ten to get into the lab. They are standing around a table, and um, Did, uh, can I look at the one that I stole earlier? Is it level five or level ten? It's a level ten. 
one. Yeah, I just need one five then to out MSP. Uh, and okay, and so you're there, <laughs> and I imagine you're just you're just rolling now at this point to see if you get caught. That's what we're doing. So go ahead and roll for me. Yeah. Uh, Stealth. Their sleight of hand at this point. With advantages, I'm invisible. I mean, that makes sense to me, and they're drinking too. There's a lot of factors that would make sense. So far, so good. Wait, what's that give you? Not, 21. Oh. oh. <laughs> Dang. Second one's the advantage save. You go, okay. Yeah, and you got it, and you get, uh, I think you grab like two of their cars, just <laughs> rapid, rapid success. Five plus five is 10. And so you bring the, your three cards back to the front. I'm going to slip them into Miss B's pocket. Um, you could try. Uh, be like roll to try. Roll like okay. Do you know? I'll do I'm, a contest not, of her I, perception I, no. versus your. Her passive perception is like 400. <laughs> Let's do I'm it. I'm not I doing it. See how this play- okay. Not doing it. Okay. Why? Fume, Fume doesn't know that Miss B's pa- passive perception is 21. So She's trying to be slick. Right? I, like, like, oh, I, I didn't roll get anything. I'm to try Check to beat her passive. I'm not actually yes. rolling against her. All right. Let's do it. What's your passive, Miss B? It's 21. 21. Okay. I knew it was 20-something. I, I said 21 earlier, but I didn't yeah. actually know. Here we go. I got to roll really good. Yeah. I rolled exactly 21. Um, Meets beats. Meets beats, The yeah. DC was set at 21. I, 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 I like it. So you, you are able to put the cards in there, and you're both there now. And conversation goes as... I guess she'll go into her pocket to get all the cards out and just be like, hmm, looks like I took more than I planned. <laughs> Good job, Miss B. I didn't get any. Well, that's all right. She'll take his hand <laughs> so they can go walk together to the door. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like one of those like the 21 things like, I didn't get any cards. Oh, wait, check your pockets. <laughs> Gives her the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, it's, my, it's mine now. I was like, well, I guess that was more than I wanted. <laughs> All right. Uh, you've got cards. Cards galore. Um, and you make your way toward uh, the laboratory, presumably avoiding as many people as you can along the way. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. you know, Fume is, is shadow, dan- shadow dancing along the way. That's what it's called, shadow dancing. Yes. Shadow, shadow dancing. I just imagine like the Reaper thing. <laughs> just me fucking. <laughs> it's just like, just like I'm voguing. It's just like one freeze frame, one freeze frame, one freeze frame. Just doing different cool like Ginyu poses. <laughs> uh, and I think you're able to. That's how you know I'm old. I don't say JoJo poses. I say Ginyu poses. You Ginyu. Your age is showing. Yeah, I know. Uh, you open the door into this uh, lab and it looks mostly shut down like there's like some of the the, the glassware is broken that the testing materials and kits um, it's kind of strewn about the floor trash paper it's wadded up is everywhere it's very unkempt um, when you were here last time you remember being very very clean um, it looks like nobody's been here in a while dust kind of covers there's a layer of dust and everything and then you see the door at the back that was where Dr. Ryan's office was. Uh, and you can see kind of under the door through the edges, there is a light on coming through. Could I just really quickly do a quick scan of the room and see if there's anything that there's not dust on? Like if there's anything that's been disturbed? Um, do this. Roll an investigation for me. I would love to. I rolled a seven. Yeah, nothing seems untoward. It just seems Understood. like no one's been here for a while, is, is what you get. Got it. And it looks like there's a, a door ajar with a light on. Yeah, so you, like in, in this room, there's like a, like a small you know, doorway size into like another larger area on the opposite side of a wall. Uh, but if you kept going straight, then you would run into where Dr. Ryan's office is. I mean, heading to Dr. Ryan's yeah, sounds good. good. I don't know why we wouldn't. There's, I definitely looked around and didn't see anything that tells me to stop in here. So You, um, you continue on and you open the door. And as you do, you see something that takes both of your breaths away. And we'll flip back over to Will and Breeze. And we have now a knocked out Dr. Uh, or Director Housen. 
Yeah. And he says, uh, so he pops back and he punches him in the face. Yep. He's like, he says, all right, what do we, what do we do? Great. Oh yeah. No, great. Uh, William pops on the collar. Always popping. Did we, we did not establish how long that lasts. Um, cause that's, I, I think, I think you just, till you take it off or it's broken. I don't know that. I think you take okay. off and it, Got when it. you take it off, it, you have to you have to rest until you, you know, or until next episode, or whatever. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna pop on my collar. I'm now Director Townsend. Housen. And then I'm gonna take Housend. Yeah, Housen. Housen. Perfect. It's the whole body, right? It's not just his head. It literally is no, the neck up, isn't it? Yeah, neck up. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like it's it's neck up. And director, right, Housen, ne- it's neck up. director Housen, as we've talked many times, uh, is a different color of skin than William. No, no, he's he's a he's a. I'm just I'm just, tan. He's a darker complected, yes, uh, and but white hair slicked back. So I mean, similar. By that logic, I strip off his clothes. And take his key card for one. Okay. And I put put his clothes on. If it's neck up only, I put on his clothes. Yeah, that's that's a super good move. And so now you're in this. I think he's a little shorter than you, and so you can see a little bit more of your wrists and ankles than what you could see of his. All right. I have a question for the group, um, real quick: boxers or briefs? Or director, boxer briefs. director housing. You would, you He's would a boxer briefs. He wears boxer briefs. Boxer briefs. Mm. That's a good. That's a good move. That's what I go with personally. Same. Yeah. Oh, he took everything. Right. So, oh gosh. No, he just would have. To, he uh, took everything. Fans. He would be in. Something. He would have. To, he, would, <laughs> he, would have to, he would be in boxer briefs. Yeah. If he goes commando, naked. I'm not gonna put those on. The, these even have like yeah. his name embroidered with his rank, like with the oh. X's on the right on the cross he's, bar. He's, Do you think somebody's gonna put a point a gun to Will's head and be like, "If you're really the director, show me your name stitched into your underwear"? Because <laughs> yeah. they all do it. It's protocol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, anyways, uh, so I take the key card and uh, I say, uh, follow me, Breeze, and I walk out and I'm going to lock the conference room with the key card. Okay, and where are you headed? Oh, I'm headed to the basement where all the the scary things are. Uh, Okay, let me see. I know how to get there. Uh, No, I'm I'm looking. A couple people kind of give you a look. Um... As, as you walk by, but you're direct. I mean, what do you? Some people say, um, director. "Do you need any, any help, director?" Nope. Keep moving. Have a good day. Uh, roll a deception check for me. Sure. Uh, with advantage. These are students. Like you're, you're. And I have his face. I mean, you're innate, like a built like power. Like they wouldn't just like question necessarily someone with their rank there. Uh, let's see. That works. That that one first one does it. Fifteen. Fourteen. I mean, yeah. Well, no, that's not at their combined rolls because it's advantage. Nine plus six. Yeah. Uh, fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Fifteen. It works. No, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. and they right. they shrug and just uh, keep walking. All right, cool. I go to the elevator, swipe my card, go to the basement. Um, Breeze is like, what are we going to do down here? Uh, do you want to go to the director's to, to the lab and meet up with the other people? And I'll, I'll meet up with you. Yeah, I mean, are you going to be okay by yourself? I'll drop you off at the... Le- the f- oh, yeah, I know. I, I know. Uh, um, Kane. Jeremiah, his brother's Kane. I know Abel. Yeah. Jeremiah. I, I remember. Well, I want to say hello. And things are weird. Great. All right. I'll see you. I'll, you I'm going to go catch up with the other. Bree says things are weird. Things are weird. And just to ignore what you're doing. <laughs> but you're, yeah. you're director housing right now. So you don't have to say anything, I guess. My, I won't. Don't worry. My employee, Breeze told me to tell you that things are weird, <laughs> but just let me do whatever <laughs> I'm doing. <laughs> All right, keep on going. All right, dudes. well. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, okay, and Bree says, "All right, well, take it easy." And he will. He'll, he'll kind of walk away. He kind of puts. Yeah, tell the group I'll meet up. Put it up, and he's like, "Well, we figured that." And he he heads off toward huh? lab. Okay. It's also kind of better. Somebody you didn't. Think uh, about will yeah, yeah, you head down into the basement. Uh, cue creepy music. 
Yeah. It's yeah. Go to the basement. Um, All right. Here we go. Here's the thing. It's quiet down here. Too quiet. The exact amount of quiet. And the exact appropriate amount. As you step out onto like the graded pathway. Um, you know, there's several layers, uh, levels you can see down. And you see way out in the middle of this, um, in that circular kind of dome shape where Jeremiah keeps his, his like his guard shack is, along this hallway of doors, um, you can see um, blood kind of splattered on this glass, this dome. Um, and you can see that the body of Jeremiah lies in like a chair sitting back um, and like his hand had, had hit the glass it was bloodied and like kind of went down and then you see that like four or five of the doors that are supposed to be closed are opened okay I go to Jeremiah's office yeah and you're in the, and so you go in and that's and where he's body, all dead is, fucked up he, no, okay. he's, he's dead or at least you think he is. So roll a uh, perception check for me. Sure. Uh, not great. Six. Um, he he kind of does like a cough, and like blood comes out of his mouth, but he doesn't move again. Okay. Um, I look around. Uh, do I see something that looks like it might open all the doors? <clears throat> uh, yeah, you would know, kind of looking at the screen when you were training, that there's like an emergency release button that, that would open cool. all these things. It's like got this big glass and it's double locked and it's like emergency only, you know, kind of cool. situation. I I hit that button and then I'm going to sprint for the elevator full speed using my fire flying if I have to. I'm going to open all the doors and go to the elevator full speed. You hit the button. Mm-hmm. I have the key card and for the boss this, man. This wave of noise, whether it's like screams or roars or like weird sounds, begin to erupt kind of into this large chambered area, um, multi-layered doors everywhere. Presume how many years they the KNG has existed. They've been gathering in personnel and items and figures and weird things into this building. Mm-hmm. And you've just released, hit the doomsday button to open mm-hmm. them all up. Yeah. And you step out from this center control area. And do you still have Director Housen like on your shoulder? No, I left him in the conference room and I locked the door. I'm not carrying him with me. Okay, so he's he's in there. Um, as you run out, can you do a dexterity saving throw for me? Uh, sure can. It's not great. It's uh, a gentleman six. No, you you get hit in the head with this like ball as you're running. It just pings you right in the head, and you take twelve damage from it. Uh, bludgeoning. What, what type of damage? A oh, bludgeon. Okay. Um, and and then okay. you're able to keep running. Um, you are almost what to I the know door. What the ball was? No, it is flying. So you wouldn't have had time okay, to receive it. It hurt. Um, got it. Wow. You're. Well, is there anything else? So you're just running to the door, right? No, I'm full speed running to the door. I'm dashing. I'm blasting fire. Everything I can do to make this as fast a trip as possible. Um, you suddenly feel cold when you get to the door. Um, and I think you reach to out the for it. Yeah, to the elevator? Yeah. Like, and as you turn... I mean, I pr- you, okay, I press the button. I'm, this elevator yeah, door has got to open for me. As the it. door begins to close, that shadow girl... That yeah. you once saw, that she, she, you begin to see her walking towards you, and she has to stop right before she gets to the door. And it is the creepiest looking. I mean, she is this, she's got like blood dripping from her mouth, um, but she's just like this darkness that exists with this long hair. But her eyes, she's smiling with that white, like the sleepers do, and her eyes are that same thing. And she like reaches out for you, but as her hand touches the light, she screeches and then screams out, and the door closes. So I know as the door's closing, as this is happening, because Will's played with her before. He's not, he doesn't, 
Mm, he ain't scared that he's dead. He winks at her and says, see you soon. And then presses the floor for the lab. <laughs> and then the music plays. Oh, this is great. I didn't notice that the first time. Oh, now the breeze is dear. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is sketchy. Oh, maybe the director <laughs> did know what he was doing. <laughs> Ding! You are back on the top floor. Oh, I went to the library floor or the or, laboratory or floor. The, the the main floor. Okay, great. So back in well, the K and G. Yeah, where I left Breeze though, because there's multiple floors yes. in the K and G. This is the main floor. Everything exists in the K and G, like the normal okay. where all your rooms are. Everything is. You told me our stuff was two floors down a second ago. Our rooms were two floors down a second ago. No, your your room rooms are on the same floor. There's like a hallway that would take you okay. to your where then everyone goes to the same door. You. All right. Yeah, well, I, I get there, and then I'm going to as the doors open. I'm gonna. Is there a stop elevator button? There's got to be, right? Yeah. I, I pull the stop button, and then I bolt for the laboratory. Uh, as you come out, you notice that there are alarms blaring right now everywhere in the K&G, and lights are flashing on and off. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a red light, like a red light that's coming through. Uh, so it's not going like shadow and then back on. I mean, there's too many protocols. It would never use shadow. Um, and so those are flashing. And so you're bolting to... To the lab. To the lab. So I, I think you get to the lab. And you come to the door, scan in, boop, just like everyone else did. Um, and you notice, roll a perception check for me. Oh, I'm really good at this. That's a natural one. I'm <laughs> you, you notice nothing is amiss. No one's here, but you know that they said they were meeting here. Uh, you see the door in front of you. The light is escaping from it as well. I assume you go through. Well, canonically, by the time I get to the door, they would have done something. So yep. I, I don't. What have they? What have they done? Like, what, do I see them standing in front of the door? Nope. So none of my the door's people closed. Are here. I'm asking you the question. You don't shrug no, at me you when I say you don't see. You yeah. see. He's I told you, you don't see anyone. He, you see a door. It's he's closed. telling you it's okay. not a narrative failure on his part. He's well, telling that, no, you I'm that asking. I'm just confirming that there is nobody in this room with me. There's okay. no one there with you. Okay, so I'm in a different laboratory. No, it's somehow. the same lab. You're in the lab. There's okay. no one's there. And there's this door cracked open with light. Or you could just see light coming through the edges of it. Okay. Um, I guess I go in there. You open the door. Um, as you step through, you feel that familiar change um, of when you go into a safe house. And what you see in front of you is unlike anything you've ever seen. You're, you're like in this, like an area. It's not even a room. It's, it's, it's an area. There's this gigantic tree that very similar to the tree that was in the uh, Sun Elf village or Sun Elf kingdom. Um, gargantuan in nature. And then you see your friends in front of you also. And there, there's, and so Fume and Breeze uh, and Beatrice are there. And I think you guys have just, you, you've just been standing mouth agape at what you're, you're viewing. On this tree, it's gargantuan size. Seem to be several things that are are growing on it that look very strange for a tree. And like these egg sacs, there are people that are growing on it. There are creatures. There are items that just you name it, like baseball bats and wands, scrolls, um, some buildings hanging from some of these sacks. Um, and then kind of all in this grassy area around the tree are just tables and tables littered with uh, gadgets and gizmos. From behind the tree, you hear someone say, It's time, I suppose, that we meet for realsies. And out from behind the tree, 
uh, steps who you know to be Dr. Ryan. How many times do I have to put you in the ground, motherfucker? And I'm going to produce my plane. Uh, and, and then he says, uh, uh, uh. And so he kind of jumps back from that and out steps from in front of him. Even larger than Jeremiah is this Goliath character standing like eight feet tall. He's got scars all over his body. Um, and he has like these white eyes, not glowing white eyes, just white eyes. And he doesn't seem to have any facial expressions. He's got pale blue skin and he's got two large axes in each hand and like this full on metal armor. Uh, but he doesn't have a helmet on. Uh, and you'll notice that his mouth is sewn shut. And Ryan says, go on, plaything. And that's where we're in the episode. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to this dark episode of Will Almost Gets a Girlfriend, <laughs> a lawful stupid love story. Uh, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we do appreciate you hanging on. Man, we're getting so close to the end of the season. We're so excited about C4, uh, so I hope you just keep hanging in there with us, and I'll give it to my friends. Uh, well, if you want to talk about lawful stupid... Uh, and hang in there with us and just excited for all the things you should come to join our discord server go to discord.lawfulstupid.org and the handy dandy link it, you'll just pop in we'll say hello we will we always do and you just say yo or say yo either one whatever makes you happy you'll be greeted uh, a copious amount of money makes me happy True. and if you want to do that <laughs> you can just if you want to give us your money you can go to store.lawfulstupid.org um, we got a hoodie we got a zip up up there now if you want to get that uh, that'll be up there for a temporary amount of time so uh, go get it fast quick and now um, and oh yeah really important it's it's really far ahead based on when this is going to record uh, Min Max Mankind is coming up and usually we have a t-shirt of some kind uh, and all that money goes to charity mm. so mm. you should get one mm-hmm. the only thing that makes me happy is charity and dogs luckily Paul's <laughs> RPG and Will for Humanity have me covered <laughs> what a weird segue anyway, he's been uh, practicing it all day too is what's, what's crazy I'll go ahead and roll uh, I rolled a 17 <laughs> for Paul's RPG I love that all my great roles have been for Paul's RPG I've always been like, dogs deserve all the money and people don't and the dice agree with me Whoa! That was the last one, and then it was just, oh, there you are, the owner of a roll of 34 from a couple weeks ago. That's a good news story all in itself. Mm-hmm. They deserve all the money. Mm. Love it. It's already theirs, technically, and legally. True. <laughs> we're, we're honor bound. Um, There's some law out there, like, written on a stone tablet from the first man that's just like... Verbal contract. Oh, dogs, get all the money, all the money forever goes to dogs. (laughs) Alright, well, here we go. Good news story for today. It's animal related. Wheelchair tumbles into lake, but 81-year-old is saved from drowning by his dog's barking. Oh, they just changed life alert to be dogs now. They're more friendly. Good job, Avon. You, you press life yeah. alert and an adorable like Saint Bernard comes by. Yeah, mm. super cute. Okay. Let me tell you, that's that's cute that you think it's that way. <laughs> that you think he's like, oh my dog, I'm coming back. No, 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 no. This motherfucker goes, you again? I went into the water <laughs> to escape it. So then he came out and just fucking murdered that dog. He's <laughs> tired of the barking. He's been dealing with it for 15 years. Desperate times and all that. Dog lived too long for this old man. Wayne is pretty close to correct. Um, almost Aww. got it this time, Ooh. buddy. That's better than normal. Unfortunately, you were you did miss the mark just a little bit. There is an age there's there's it's there's a years old dispute between the dog and the old man. Uh, but it's not fifteen years, it is fifteen hundred years. 
So what you see is this mm-hmm. lake has regenerative properties. Obviously, the Fountain of Youth does exist inside this lake. And things have been going pretty good for a while. But uh, after 1,500 years, the marriage, the, the marriage, the relationship, the spiritual marriage, if you will, <laughs> the spiritual marriage, the marriage that a 1,500- lawful stupid, where we support bestiality, <laughs> but not for race. Don't get it twisted. The kind of spiritual relationship that only a 1,500 year old man and a 1,500 year old dog can have. And that sours uh, as as a thing, you know, it's the little things they grind at. It's, it's like, oh my god, you're gonna snore for the next 1500 years? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the rules are. So, uh, they, uh, anyway, the dog's killing the man. The dog's killing the man. Long story short, TLDR. <laughs> TLDR, the dog is killing the man. He's pulling him out of the fountain of youth every time he tries to get in there. The dog pulls him back out so that he will just succumb to age. So the dog can be the only immortal remaining. So good. That again, way he can have all the money. Dogs deserve, well, again, dogs deserve all yeah. the years of your life and all the dollars <laughs> in your bank account. So they so, kill you, they they deserve it. No, they, I mean, they don't deserve it. I mean, I'm saying, like, you, if you could, we can't, unfortunately, but if you could give all the years of your life to a dog instead, first of all, it's going to automatically, just because of the the currency transition it's gonna go seven times in value because mm. your life your, 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 your human life is worth seven dog years so that dog's gonna all out of one human live like up to like 700 years that's absurd that's just when you talk about value what am I even worth and, think, and think about how many horrible murderers and, and terrible people there are rotting in jail cells right now eating up tax dollars if instead we designed a machine that, d- that downloaded the years of their life into a machine and then uploaded them into a dog for a seven times sure? currency explosion. Are you sure? Because all those years probably going into that lake and that old man's taking all the dog his years. Well, the dog still has access to the lake, and the dog has <laughs> been bathing in the lake for fifteen hundred years. It's, it's more, honestly the dog found the lake first, and the human was just there, and he was like, "My dog found this." on this lake. This is mine now. The dog's like, why do the things I find, you automatically get? Like, it's, kind of, it's kind of weird to me that, like... If you'd like to hear more about this, just subscribe to Patreon, because Patreon, that's where you can find Shane's uh, novella on the dog and the man. It's called and their marriage. The right kind of fairies is what it's called. They're not... There is a wrong they, kind. There is, there is no sexual relationship between the dog and the man. I feel like it's absurd. I should have to clarify that. But lots of people get married and don't fuck. In fact, it's the common practice between married people, I've heard. Disagree. It should be a wall. Oh, but but like make it toony. Like take like yes, the C one. Yes. Oh, take take the OG closing theme from C one that we. But like make it super elevatory and put it on there. Oh, but you guys like right now have to start off with some things that just are. We need it's some Muzak Shepherd. You need something that's just nothing. Of- no, no. So what? So what it should be? It should be. It should be back to you on the elevator. Pause. Music. And then conversation.
It's Muzak Shepard.